Hey everybody, welcome back to another episode. I would like to touch on a few topics in today's episode. The first one being mental health and the second one being happiness and how the two are so intertwined and like also how it's important to like realize that happiness is a little bit unattainable if we look for it externally and what happiness really means. So let's just start with mental health first. So Yesterday, I had a conversation with my friend about how mental health should really be taught in schools from like a very young age to children. And I was thinking about that. And I was thinking about something I said in my last podcast as well, about how mental health usually like focuses on the chemical imbalances. And there's so much awareness raised around chemical imbalances that happen in the mind, but not enough people or institutions or health healthcare facilities talk about the ways in which we can actually heal the mind and so my friend and I were discussing yesterday like how important it is that mental health should be taught like mental health education should be taught to children from a very young age in school and it's so interesting because if you look at the education system nobody teaches kids about mental health um, nobody teaches teenagers or even adults about mental health and like in colleges and stuff like that They have mental health clubs and groups and support systems and all these kinds of things, but, like, no actual classes, right? Even, like, psychology classes and stuff like that, they don't give you a bigger picture focus on, like, how studying the mind can contribute to, like, a more balanced life overall, right? Um, That's why, like, if you go to a counselor or a therapist, which obviously I don't really have experience with because I've never been to one, that's just my personal journey. I've never been to one, so I can't really speak for everybody. This is just my personal opinion, um, so it's going to be subjective. Um, but essentially, like, counselors and therapists will not obviously, like, tell you how to heal. They'll just help you, like, along your journey and provide an ear for you, which is obviously insanely helpful. But the thing about that as well is that, like, it's so expensive. Like, therapy is so expensive, and, like, a lot of people globally don't have access to mental health care like therapy, and a lot of people globally don't have access to to medication, like, for depression or anxiety or, you know, other chemical imbalances, and it's so imperative that if these things are not made accessible to people, then at least we should teach people how to heal. Like, this, this kind of knowledge, like, should be free, you know? Which is why I talk about it a lot on my free podcast. Because everybody needs to, first of all, know who they are and be able to learn about who they are. And have that motivation and drive to do that. And they should know, like, why they, they are doing that in the first place. Which is, you know, number two, to heal. Um, and to heal, like, any traumas that they may have had unresolved things that they haven't dealt with in their lives um chemical imbalances that stem from that etc etc and the thing about trauma that again nobody will teach you the thing about trauma is that it stems from unresolved um emotions and unresolved circumstances in our lives that, that we don't process right so when you don't process something like you you receive um a blockage you know from it And then if this blockage, like, over time kind of accumulates, you know, and you, like, have more things that trigger your your trauma inherently, like, it becomes bigger and bigger and it snowballs. And 
then to heal it you have to like excavate and you have to like dig and you have to like dig up a bunch of old stuff bring it to the surface heal it transmute it and then send it off do you know how much work that is right that in its own is, is called shadow work inherently that's like the i guess <laughs> overarching new age umbrella term for it if you will um but like this stuff is really vital to to happiness and and now touching on the subject of happiness right healing is extremely vital to happiness and what happiness is is inherently something that is never um you know to be retrieved from external circumstances or externalities because it can't it can't be right you cannot have happiness um from external circumstances indefinitely eventually it'll run out eventually you'll realize you're compensating for something eventually your the happiness that you derive from your relationships or your shopping habits or your i use that example so much (laughs) um but you know what i mean like indulging in things that feed the ego that's not happiness it's just you know ego gratification and the ego seeks to be uh seeks to be fed all the time so you can actually perpetuate old wounds by doing that. You can you can exacerbate and and make make worse, you know, trauma points, uh, old wounds by doing that, and then your trauma builds and builds and builds even more. Then, so you're 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 harming yourself in a way. You know, many things can be self harm for us, right? And a lot of us don't even realize it, right? Um, like I'll give you a very candid example. I don't think I've ever talked about this anywhere. I don't like to talk about it. I I don't like to talk about it, um, but uh, trigger warning, um, food and like a restricting food and eating disorders and all this kind of stuff, um, like you don't even realize that you might be doing it until you, something happens, you know, you get sick or something and you're like, oh my gosh, I need to eat, you know, that's just a very like. A limited example, but self-harm happens, like, in so many ways. And, like, we don't even realize that we're harming ourselves until, you know, after the fact, right? So why this is, like, important to kind of understand is because if you're not, if you're not healing, you're harming, right? Like, there's no, um, there's no in-between when it comes to this kind of stuff. Like, there's no, it's like the asset versus liability situation or equation, like, because there's no in-between, like, let me ask you, what's, what's the in-between between harming and helping, right, or healing oneself, like, there's no middle ground, so it's important to realize where we're self-harming, and to mitigate that self-harm as much as possible, number one, and then number two, to rectify any internal need that that self-harm stems from, so, like, take the shopping example, if you shop a lot, maybe you're compensating for lack mindset and lack mentality, right? So, like, these are the things that, like, it sounds really basic, right? But, like, these are the things that we should ideally dive within to kind of, like, seek out within, right? If we have, like, any issues like this. And mental health is is specialized but like there are formulas for healing there are formulas for um getting to the root of any issue that you might be having and really becoming more evolved on a soul level 
the soul is not some abstract situation. The soul is who you are. The body and everything else is what is abstract because that stuff gets eaten by worms at the end of the day, right? All the beauty and, and, and money and and <laughs> whatever, right? That stuff, like, you'll see as you go through life. Like, that stuff isn't worth much except, you know, just for the time being looking good, right? That's all it's really worth, right? And the nature of nature itself is flux. The nature of life is change. Everything changes. So nothing stays the way it is for long, um, including your body, including the temporal, the physical. But the spiritual, right, the infinite, um, you know, that never really does change because what energy is, is not created and it's not destroyed, you know, it remains as is. It's only transferred in different vessels and different physical bodies, right? That's why, like, in your past lives, you know, um, we've lived many lives and we can, we can see them. We can see them if we want to. If we want to, we can view them and we can travel there. And it's all within the mind. It's all within the, the four walls of the consciousness, right? The Merkaba. Um, if you study sacred geometry. So why this is so important is because when you can delve into the consciousness and see what is within the subconscious mind and see who you are on a soul level via examining the consciousness, then something really cool happens where you realize that by altering the state of the subconscious mind and altering the contents of the subconscious mind, you can influence and change the physical reality on a molecular level. This is the nature of healing. This is why when you heal, you look different, you sound different, you act different, you talk different, the frequency in your voice shifts. You receive all these, you know, little DNA activations here and there. You can get very sick and then in rehab, rehabilitation from that, you become an entirely different person. This is the nature of spiritual evolution that translates into the physical. We are witnesses of, of this transformation in the physical. We are witnessing it. This is why, you know, this is how, rather, not why, but this is how when planetary bodies shift, when different aspects form, fame arrives, right? Or death arrives. Death of a situation, death of an old way of being, thinking, speaking arrives, right? We are reborn. So, no one will teach you, though, that the, the actual wellness of, the, of mental health, the actual wellness of your mind begins in the subconscious mind and it begins in the state of your consciousness it begins in the level of which your consciousness is situated at where how do you resonate with with the world right which frequency plane are you existing on because everything is frequency right because i'll tell you why because um Everything vibrates at a constant rate, and because we're able to, like, pick up our phone or, or you know, drive our car, right? Physical, it's physical matter. The physical body, the dense matter, is interacting with other dense physical matter. So there's no incongruency there. You know, everything is, is, uh, is fluid, and it works, like, in tandem with one another. Everything operates smoothly. However, if you are not a third-dimensional 
um, if you were not in a third dimensional vessel, let's say you took the form of like an eight dimensional vessel or like that, which is what happens when you travel via the Merkaba, right? Via the light body, the crystallized light structure. Um, when you build that as well, you can travel very well um, in meditation and sleep and what have you. Um, and receive tons of information from different planes of existence. Um, so, but building the crystalline structure in its in and of itself is what happens after you heal. It happens, you know, when you heal yourself, right? Um, it doesn't just happen overnight. It takes a lot of time. It takes our whole lives sometimes. Sometimes it just takes a few years, depending on where you are on your journey. Um, tying back to my previous comment about how we are all on different frequencies. We are all on different planes of existence. That's why when you find your people, you'll know it, right? Your soul tribe. When you find your people, you'll know that, hey, this person resonates with my spirit. You know, we're on the same plane of, of existence. We vibe, if you will. <laughs> vibe equals vibration. Vibration equals frequency. We are on the same frequency. So, with that being said, it's important to recognize the power of the mind, you know? we have kind of been taught in schools and in our healthcare facilities and societies as well that mental uh sorry chemical imbalances within the mind like are just something to put off or or bury or bandage or medicate and that's the opposite of what we want to do you're pushing the problem further down imagine if you had like an ingrown nail or something right and you just kept pushing it down that's the opposite you need to dig it out you need to excavate it you need to clean it up you need to cut it cut through the the um the wound the uh cut through what is what is bothering you you know dig everything out then you need to drain it or what have you like there's a lot of stuff that goes on there that's the entire nature of shadow work like i said before right um so this is what we want to do guys this is what like healing is healing is is mental first and then it translates into the physical reality healing happens in the mind it happens in the subconscious mind it doesn't just happen with green juice and and going to the gym i love tiktok but a lot of misrepresentation happens on tiktok in our current day and age with gen z because healing is not just yoga right you can do yoga all day right now, if yoga helps you get to the root of your problems uh, mentally or, or traumas, and if it helps you release, and if you can cry during your yoga practice, if you can breathe through your yoga practice, if you can establish a mind-body connection, then that, you know, yoga will be the facilitator of, uh, of kick-starting your healing journey, essentially. However, if, if, it's, if it doesn't do it for you, then it doesn't do it for you. You see what I'm saying? Same thing with the gym, same thing with anything you do. That's not to say that you shouldn't go to the gym or drink green juice. Obviously, you must take all optimal measures, right? To make sure that you're functioning at prime uh, <laughs> functionability mentally, physically, spiritually. It's a trine. It's a triangle, mental, physical, spiritual. The three operate in conjunction. Imagine if you had a car and like you had an axle and you had a wheel. You need all three of those things for the car to move, right? You can't just have like a car and a wheel but no axle. What's how's the car gonna run? It can't go anywhere, right? So so with that being said, um 
it is very important to educate uh, the youth and young individuals and everybody in the world as well on mental health and um, and why it is so important to conceive a a very clean subconscious mind, a very open uh, and uh, purified uh, subconscious mind, and, and a very um, a very high frequency operative consciousness, if you will, um, where you are like intrinsically happy, right, and like not extrinsically happy, you know only right because intrinsic happiness is essentially contentment it's peace happiness is not something that we are actually really even here to experience happiness is with the source you know you you're born you experience life you're here to experience life there's no nobody said that you're here to experience happiness where where was that said where was that you know written no no pick up any text pick up any you know Vedic text. Nobody will tell you that you're here to experience happiness. It's quite the opposite, right? Actually, we're here to experience suffering so we can learn, so we can realize that happiness is with the source, so we have a motivation to be with the source after we pass out of here. Because if we're not with the source, then we will only take another life in another form, and there will be suffering most definitely in that form. There will most definitely be suffering. Because, you know, you only suffer unless you're you're with your creator. Um, and, like, that's not a bad thing, either. Like, there's, there's nothing really bad about suffering, you know. It's grueling, it's intense, it's difficult, it may be scary, right? But everything that you experience here, like, you sign up for it. So, um, un- unconsciously, unconsciously, right? Before taking birth here. Because nothing, I'll tell you why, because nothing that you have been given is something that you cannot handle. You can handle everything you've been given because you have been made for it specifically, authentically, individually, like for your own personal journey. See, it's handcrafted for you. And like why that's so cool is because your life is not like anybody else's and so your story is unique. And this is what I teach clients, my clients as well, like brand it, brand your story, right? Tell your story, right? It's, it can help a lot of people and, you know, it's, it's priceless guys. Really it is. Mm-hmm. Right? Uh, and the lessons that we derive from suffering are priceless as well. And what I said about suffering just moments before when I mentioned how if you're not with your creator, then you will be suffering, like... That sounded extremely dramatic. It doesn't have to be that dramatic. It's just that, like, on this earth plane, we suffer pretty terribly. In the higher planets, like, we don't suffer so badly, but we still have to, like, eventually go back home, right? Go back to source, right? So what happens is we learn lessons there as well. And um, if we can... Like, if we do the, the internal work um, on a spiritual level to really internalize the lessons that we learn on a soul level, um, then we can go back eventually, right? Or else we have to just come back to Earth, repeat the process, etc. So now I'm getting extremely <laughs> mystic. <laughs> um, but let's try to keep this more psychological rather than philosophical. So 
um, mental health is is everything. Like, you cannot function in society unless you're healthy mentally, you know? Like, you cannot, like, be productive, creative, friendly, um, contribute to society. Like, you can't do any of that stuff unless you're mentally content and peaceful. Not happy. Because happiness is, is inherent to with with peace, you know? It comes with peace, right? When you're peaceful, you're happy. So peace is what we should be striving for. And mental peace happens when you do the work to deal with your issues and not bandage them and, you know, start getting creative as well. Because we're all children, like, we need to express, we need to create, we need to play. And a lot of, like, working society and a lot of adulting, quote-unquote adulting, and, like, adult life, like, in today's society makes us forget that we are actually children and that we're actually very imaginative like creative powerhouses of information and creativity like society doesn't want you low-key to like remember who you are because then you'll be different and when you're different you kind of cause a little bit of chaos you know which is like the best thing ever in my opinion because chaos is how old paradigms and old structures fall down for new ones to to be rebuilt that are more more sustainable and more optimal and more um you know healthy for people right and like more humanitarian as well and and more compassionate as well right there are a lot of paradigms in our society that are just so so uncompassionate right and they like capitalize off of human suffering literally hollywood is one of them i'm not going to get into it another one of them is um i don't know just like uh fast fashion and like cancel culture and like this social media addiction you know that we're all kind of playing into and a part of and um you know even like even edu- the education systems that we have been honestly subjected to. <laughs> uh, and um, and our healthcare systems that, that ultimately profit from us being sick, you know, unfortunately. Like, I know a lot of people, like, do not wish to hear this, but, like, this is the truth. How ca- how, you know, how can you deny that every time you buy a prescription, you know, are they teaching you to heal, right? Or does it just benefit a larger capitalistic uh, system? You see what I'm saying? So this is my opinion on health and mental health. And remember that all types of health are connected. And happiness is born from within, B-O-R-N-E, right? It's born from within. It's not, uh, you can't find it. Like, you can't find it in, like, really anything. That's why when you create things, like, when you make art and when you just, like, allow yourself to be free and express yourself, like, you're experiencing your own, your own happiness. You're experiencing literally the creation of your own happiness. Like, there's nothing more fulfilling than that. You get lost in it. You get lost in the sauce. And, like, literally, like, (laughs) time passes. You don't remember, like, time going by and you're just creating and it's just so fun. Why? Why is that? Well, because, you know, you're reveling and bathing in your own genius, in your own excellence. You're not, like, you're not um, 
source outsourcing it you see from like an external source it's coming from within it's coming from you it's coming from the brilliance that your soul is right your your soul is the epitome of all things brilliant infinite genius etc because so is you, you know as is your creator essentially like there's no difference it's just that you know your soul is like a part and parcel of uh, of your creator so I hope this was helpful for somebody out there. I love you very much. Remember that um, your happiness is in your own hands and it's in your own mind, literally. And never, never, never hate your mind. Your mind is extremely genius and beautiful and intricate and imaginative and creative. And never think that you are flawed in any way because somebody has told you that or somebody has made you believe that because you're not. That's, you know, again, like, who does it benefit for you to think that? You know, if somebody can't see their own light, they're not going to be able to see your light as well, right? So don't ever think that something is wrong with you because nothing is wrong with you. You're perfect and you're better than, you're better than perfect, honestly. Okay, so I hope this was helpful. And if it was, be sure to maybe like this if you can, share it with your friends, leave a comment wherever you can, and I will talk to you in my next one. Peace.